Ashley Rock, Ian Noah Roberts book in Harbor, Chapter 16. When a 29-year-old woman changed her clothes three times before attending an 11-year-old boy's birthday party, she was in trouble. Seville lectured herself on this simple fact, even as she stripped off a white silk blouse, white silk for Lord Sell. Lord's sake, what has she been thinking of? In exchange for a real a teal turtleneck, she was going to do a simple informal family dinner party. She reminded herself, not a diplomatic reception, which she admitted with a sigh, wouldn't have posed nearly as much of a social fashion dilemma. She knew exactly what to wear, how to behave, and what to and what was expected of her at her formal receptions, a state dinner, or a gala, a charity ball. There was a pathetic statement on her narrow social experience. She concluded that she never knew neither how to dress or how to behave at her own nephew's birthday party. She slipped a long chain of silver beads over her head, took it off, cursed herself, and put it on again. Underdressed, overdressed, what did it matter? She wouldn't fit in anyway. She would pretend she did. The twins would pretend she did. And everyone would be desperately relieved when she said her goodbyes and went away. Two hours, she told herself. She would only stay two hours. Surely she could survive that. Everyone would be polite, would avoid awkward or nasty scenes for Seth's sake. She'd pick up her brush to smooth her hair back and secure it with a clip of the nap of her neck before critically studying herself in the mirror. She looked confident. She decided pleasant, non-threatening, except maybe the collar of the sweater was too vivid. Too bold. Gray might be better or brown. Good God, the ring of the phone was such a welcome diversion. She all but leapt on it. Yes, hello, Dr. Griffin. Sib, you're still there. I was afraid you'd take off. Gloria, her stomach pointed to her unsteady knees. Very carefully, she lowered herself to the side of the Where are you? Oh, I'm around. Hey, I'm sorry I ditched you the other night. I was messed up. Messed up, Sibyl thought. It's a good term for certain conditions from the rapid pace of glorious speech. She seemed her sister was messed up even more now. You sold money out of my wallet. I said I was messed up, didn't I? I panicked. You know, needed some cash. I'll pay you back. Talk to those Quinn bastards. I'm having, I had a meeting with the Quinn family, as I promised I would. To Bill uncle her hand, she punched into a fist and spoke evenly. I've given them my word, Gloria, that both of us would meet them to discuss Seth. Well, I didn't give mine, did I? What, what did they say? What they gonna do? They say they, you were working as a prostitute, that you abused Seth physically, that you allowed your clients to make sexual advances to him. Lies? Fucking lies. They just want to kick me around, that's all. They, they said, Seville went on fully now, that you accused Professor Quinn of molesting you nearly a dozen years ago in intimate that intimidated that Seth was his, that you blackmailed him, and you sold Seth to him that he gave you more than $150,000. All bullshit. Not all, but part. Your part could be actually described as bullshit. Professor Quinn didn't touch you, Gloria, not 12 years ago, not 12 months ago. How do you know? How the hell do you know that? Mother told me that Raymond Quinn was your father. There was silence for a moment, and only Gloria's quickly. And he owed me, didn't he? He owed me. Big deal college professor with his boring little life. He owed me plenty. It was his fault. It was all his fault. All those years. He didn't give dick. He took in stump on his freight, but he didn't give me dick. 
He didn't know he existed. I told him, didn't I? I told him what he'd done and who I was and what he was going to do about it. And what does he do? He just stares at me. He wants to talk to my mother. He knows he's not going to give me a fucking dollar until he talks to my mother. So you went to the dean and claimed he molested you? Put the fear of God into you, tight-ass son of a bitch. She then writes to Bill's out her instincts where she walks into a room at the police station. Has been right after all. It was a mistake. This woman was a stranger. And when that didn't work, you used set. Because God is eyes. Anybody could see that. There was a sexually noise, a hiss. As Bill were dragging on a cigarette. Changed his tune once he got a look at the kid. He gave you money for that. Wasn't enough. He owed me. Listen, it's a bill. The boy shifted. Why? Because you don't know what it's like. I've been raised that kid on my own since he was a baby. And that prick Jerry DeLotner took off. Nobody was going to help me. Our dear mother wouldn't even accept a phone call from me. And the prissy freak she married and tried to pass off as my father would. Hi there. I could have dumped the kid, you know. I could have dumped him any time. The money social service doles out for kids pitiful. So Bill stared out through her terrace. Does he always come back to money? It's easy to look down when you've got plenty of it. Boys, you never had to hustle. You never had to worry. Perfect daughter always had plenty of everything. Now it's my turn. I would have helped you, Gloria. I tried years ago when you brought sex to New York. Yeah, yeah, same old too. Get a job, straighten up, get clean, get dry. Shit. I don't want to dance to that. Get it? This is my life. I'm living here. Baby sister, not yours. You can pay to live. You can pay me to live yours. And that's not... And that's my kid, not yours. What's today, Gloria? What? What the, what the hell are you talking about? Today is September 28th. Does that mean anything to you? What the hell is it supposed to mean? It's fucking Friday. Your son's 11th birthday, so Bill thought and straightened her shoulders. You'll get Seth back, Gloria. Though we both aware that that's not your goal. You can't. Shut up. Let's start playing. Stop playing games. I know you. I haven't wanted to. I've preferred to pretend otherwise, but I know you. If you want to help, I'm still willing to get you into your clinic to pay the bill for you. I don't need you goddamn help. Sorry, that's your choice. You won't get another penny out of the quiz. You won't come near Seth again. I've given my deposition to the lawyer, and I notarized the statement to Seth's caseworker. I've told them everything, and if necessary, I'll testify in court that Seth's wishes and his best interests are served by his remaining permanently with the Quins. I'll do everything I can to see that you don't lose him anymore. You bitch! The hiss filled with anger, but under it was shock. You think you can screw me this way? You think you can toss me off the side with those bastards against me? I'll ruin you. You can certainly try, but you won't succeed. You made your deal. Now it's done. You're just like her, aren't you, Gloria? With the words that word. You're just like our ice cunt of a mother, perfect society princess, and underneath you, nothing but a pitch. Maybe I am, Bill thought really. Maybe I'm going to ask him. The blackmail Raymond Quinn, who's done nothing to harm you. It worked. At least it worked well enough for you to be paid. It won't work with the son's lawyer, and it won't work for me. Not anymore, won't it? Well, try this. I want a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand, or I'm going to be press. Natural inquiry. Hard copy. Let's see how fast your lousy book sales once I sell monster. Sales will likely increase 20%. So, Bill said mildly, I won't be blackmailed, Gloria. You do what you like. And think about this. You're facing criminal charges in Maryland, and there's a restraining order against you to keep you away from stuff. The Quins have evidence. I've seen it. She continued thinking of the letters Gloria had written. Further criminal charges for extortion and child abuse may be brought. I'd cut my losses if I were you. She hung up. 
all the spewed obscenities, and closing her eyes, lowered her head between her knees. The nausea was greasy seat in her stomach. The sneaking edge of a migraine was squeezing closer. She couldn't stop the trembling. She held it off during the phone call, but she couldn't stop it now. She stayed just as she was until she controlled her breathing again, until the worst threat of sickness rescinded. Then she rose, took out one of the pills, ward off the migraine, and added blusher to her pale cheeks. She gathered a purse, Seth gifts, a jacket against the chill, and left. The day had been endless. How was a guy supposed to sit through hours and hours of school on his birthday? I mean, he was double ones now and everything. He was going to get pizza and french fries and chocolate cake and ice cream and probably even presents. He'd never actually had a birthday present before Seth knew. Not that he could remember anyway. He'd probably end up with clothes and shit, but it would still be a present if anybody ever showed up. What's taking them so long? Seth demanded again. Determined to be patient. Hannah continued to slice potatoes for the homemade prize. Set the request as part of his birthday. Don't be along. It's almost six. How come I have to come home after school instead of going to the boatyard? Because, said the Stop poking in there every day, will you? She added and said, open the refrigerator again. She added again. You're going to be stuffing your face soon I'm starving. I'm making the fries right now. I thought Grace was going to make them. Hot Anna stared at him over her Are you suggesting that I can't make french fries? He was bored and restless enough to be pleased that he could have to read her. Well, she makes really good ones. Oh, she turned completely around. And I told you do okay. Anyway, we'll have the pizza. He nearly pulled it off and started out to Brat Anna made a laughing dive at him. He danced away howling. That's the door. That's the door. I'll get it. He raced off leaving Anna grinning at the wicked laughter faded from his eyes when he yanked open the door and saw his billable. Oh, hi. For her sake, but she fixed her place and Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. Watching her cautiously, he opened the door. I appreciate your invite. Invited me. Had a lot. You got a bush of Are you allowed to have your gifts? Sure, I guess. And I mean, all that? She nearly saw it. He sounded so much like Bill Pat. It all sort of goes together. Cool. Hey, it's Grace. Hampered by the bags, which he held now, he bumped past her on the porch. The joy in his voice, the quick, delighted smile on her face, was such a marked contrast from the way he looked at her. The bill sinking heart cracked. You're great. Hey, Aubrey. Also, Anna, you guys are here. He darted inside again, leaving the bill standing by the open door without a clue out of his feet. Grace got out of the car. Sounds like he's excited. Yes, well, she watched Grace had a bag on the hood. Other car, followed by a large clear plastic cake holder. Then she reached in a strap of babbling out on brief from her car seat. Do you need a hand? Actually, I could use two. Just a minute, baby. If you keep wriggling, she tossed another smile over to her bill walker. He's been wired all day. Seth is Aubrey's favorite person. Seth, he's got a birthday. We baked cake. <laughs> we sure did. Grace hauled Aubrey out, then faster to an astonished bill. Would you mind? She wanted to wear that dress, but to run from here to the house was bound to be exact. Oh, well, Sibyl found herself staring down into a beaming angelic face and holding a bouncing little body, dressed in party pink ruffle. We have a party, Aubrey told her, put both her hands on Sibyl's cheek to ensure her full attention. I have a party next time when I'm three. You can come. Thank you. You smell pretty. I do, too. We certainly do, Sibyl's. 
unusual stiffness couldn't stand up under the cheerful, charming smile. Phil's Jeep pulled in behind Grace, and most of the stiffness returned as Cam slid out of the passenger seat and shook her a cool, unmistakable warning look. I really let all super being, hey, hey! <laughs> hey there, beautiful. Cam walked over, kissed Ivory lightly on her, promulgated first lips and Amos plenty eyes and said, Hello, Dr. Griffin. Hey, Bill. <laughs> well, able to interrupt the chilly exchange, Philip strode over, laid a sporting hand on her shoulder, and let her hand for a kiss from Aubrey was offered. Hi there, sweetie. I have a chest, and it looked stunning in it. In the way of females, Aubrey deserted Seville without a glance and held out her arms to Philip. He managed to transfer easily, setting her on him. Been here long? He asked me. No, I just got here. She watched Cam carry three large cardboard boxes of pizza. Look, oh, I don't want to call him. Let's go inside. He took her hand, pulled her along. We've got to get this party going, don't we, all? Don't get the presents. They're secret. She whispered her leaning. What are they? Uh-uh, I'm not. So he set her down when he stepped into the house, gave her a frill at the bottom of that friendly pet, and sent her off. She shouted for Seth and scrambled to the kitchen. She'll blab. Determined to make it work, so Bill put her smile back and said, I won't. Nope, you can just wait for it. Only grab a fast shower before Cam beats me to it and uses all the hot water. He gave her a quick aftertaste, and, and I'll get you a drink. Yeah, as he has. Great. Well, how rest of Bill sealed herself to deal with the quins alone. <laughs> the kitchen was pandemonium. Aubrey was spilling. Seth was talking a mile a minute. Potatoes were frying. It was great spanning the soap since Cam had Anna. Trapped against the refrigerator, only going to feel less than that. You know, I'll get when I see you in an apron. I know you get when you see me breathe. <laughs> and she hoped it would never change. Nonetheless, she never laughed at Hands off, quit, I'm busy. I've been slaving over the odds, so I really ought to take a shower with me. I'm not quite too. She spotted the movement out of the corner of my There you are, Seville. And a movement that looked very practiced and very effective. Since Bill Anna shifted his jammed elbow at her husband's side stomach. What can I get you to drink? Uh, the coffee smells wonderful, thank you. I'll take a beer. Cam snagged it out of her go clean up. Aim that look at Sabille again and throw it out. That stay out of those bags, said order as she pulled down my No gifts yet. She made the decision to keep him from opening Sabille's gifts until after dinner. She calculated that his aunt would make her excuses and run as quickly as she could manage it after the little ritual was complete. Man, it is my birthday. Or what? Yes, if you live through it, why don't you take Aubrey into the other room and entertain her for a while? We'll eat as soon as Ethan gets here. Where? Well, where is he anyway? Grubboy sat stocked out with Aubrey on his heels and didn't catch the quick wind racing anything. That goes for you dogs, too, Anna gave foolish a nudge with her foot and pointed her finger. The canine size, both dogs slipped out of the kitchen. Peace? Anna closed her eyes and a momentary peace. <laughs> Is there anything I could do to help? With a shake of her head, Anna passed over the mug of coffee. I think we're, I've got it under control. Ethan should be here any minute. In the big surprise, you walked to the window to look out through the gathering dark. I hope you've gotten that adolescent appetite, she added. Tonight's menu consists of pepperoni and sausage pizza, peanut, peanut oil fries, homemade home fudge sundaes, and Grace's killer chocolate cake. 
Well, I'll be in the hospital, so no comment anymore, she thought it for her. Even as she went, Anna was laughing. We, we who are about to die, salute Oh, there's Ethan. She lowered her voice to stay with her at the stove. Grace dropped her loaded spoon and tried. Is it burning so? No, no. Chuckle really raised up. No, I'm, uh, I'm just gonna go run out and help. <laughs> Alright, hey, but. Then I finished when Grace hurried faster. Yumpy, she learned than hit, hit the outside of it's not quite dark yet, but it will be by the time we finish this. She saw with the last of the fries and she talks to Kevin Philip better put a fire in it. Oh god, it's cute, can you see? Too curious to resist, so they'll join her at the kitchen window. So Grace standing on the dock caught in the last light of the day. I need to just step in onto it. It's a boat, she wanted a little sailboat. A ten footer, they called it Tram. And a smile nearly split her face. The three of them have been building it over Ethan's old house, the one he used to rent out. The tenants let them use the shed over there, so Seth wouldn't know about it. Good for him. Whatever, they could steal an hour. Oh, he's gonna love it. Well, what's this? What? That? Anna said as she stared hard through the glass. She could see Grace talking, her hands were locked together. He's staring at it. Then he lowered his head to her. I hope there's not any... She showed off as easy to grace clothes, buried face in her hair, and blocked her arms came up around. Oh, oh, tears flooded in her face. She must be. She's pregnant. She just told him I know it. Oh, look. He ruptured Bill's shoulder. What he just scooped the laugh from Grace up in his arm. Isn't that beautiful? The two of them were wrapped around each other, making one silhouette in the last night of day. Yes. Yes, it is. Look at me. Laughing at herself, Fanny yanked off the paper. Calvinus. I'm a mess. This is going to get to me. I know it is. I put a what one. She flew out of one to I was so sure I could wait a year or two. I'm never going to be able to wait that long now. Not for that. I get too care when I... She thought I was like, sorry. She said with a weird laugh. It's alright. It's lovely that you're so happy for him. That you're so happy for yourself. This is really a family occasion. Especially now. And I really should. Don't you be a coward. Anna said, putting her phone. You're here, and you're gonna have to face this nightmare of indigestion and noise just like the rest of us. I simply think all she could do was close her mouth when the door burst open. Ethan was still carrying Grace in a pair of them more huge smiles. Anna, we're having a baby. <laughs> Ethan made the announcement to catch me. What am I blind? She trust. Ethan aside to kiss Grace first. I've had my nose to the window. Oh, congratulations. The zero arms are on both of them. I'm so happy. You have to be godmother. He's in turn to face We wouldn't have gotten this far without you. Oh, that does it. Anna burst into tears just as Philip walking. What's going on? Why is Anna crying? Jesus, Ethan, what happened to Grace? I'm fine. I'm wonderful. I'm pregnant. No kidding? You plucked her out of Ethan's arms. The kids are lavishly. What the hell is going on in here? Can't demand it so holding Grace. Philip's gonna have a baby. Oh yeah? He arched his eyes. How does Ethan feel about the two? Ha ha! Was Philip coming as he sat Grace carefully on feet? You feel alright? Can't master it. I feel terrific. It looks terrific. Cam drew her into his arm, rubbed his chin over her head. The tenderness with which he did both, that's a bill blinking and surprise. Not going, bro. Cam, I'm Thanks. I have my wife back now. I'm nearly done. Can't help Grace at all. 
if he doesn't take care of, your, of you and that little corn in there, I'll beat the hell out of him for you. Are we ever going to eat? Set the maiden and stopped at the kitchen doorway and stared. Why is Anne and Grace crying? He swept and accused me looking around the room, including some bill in the heat. What happened? We're happy, Grace lived and except the tissue that Seville dug out of course. I'm gonna have the baby. Really? Well, well, that's cool. That's way cool. Does I know? No, Ethan and I will tell her in a little while, but now I'm gonna go get her because there's something you need to see outside. Outside? He started from the door, but Philip stepped me in his fast. Not yet. What is it? Come on, move. Jeez, let me see what's out there. We should blindfold him. Where you're gagging? What's Sam? Cam suggested. Ethan took care of matters, but Hollis stepped over her shoulder. When Grace brought Aubrey in, Ethan went, shook the wiggling set, and headed out to the door. Do not throw me in again, says Boyce Rainbow, terrified to let you. Come on, guys, the water's really cold. Wimp. <laughs> Cam sneered when Seth lifted his face from Ethan's back. If you try, Seth Lord, ah, thanks for joining shout. I'm taking at least one of you with me. Yeah, yeah, big talk. He'll push that face back down. Ready? Yes, yeah, when everyone was simple at the edge of the water. Good. Do it, Ethan. Man, the water's cold. Wait a minute, Seth began, ready to scream. But Ethan dropped him. But he was set on his feet, and he was turned to face the pretty little wooden boat. The sky blue sails, and it rippled lightly in the wind. What? Where did that come from? The sweat of our brows. Philip said dryly while Seth gave him a Eat it. Is it? Who's buying it? It's not for sale. Can't set it. It. Is it? It couldn't be, he thought. While well, his heart thought with nerves and hope was shocked. But hope was paramount in the past year he learned. It. Is it mine? You're the only one with a birthday around here. Can't remind him. You want a closer look? It's mine? He whispered at first with such staggering delight and shock. Does it feel better? I said, mine? He exploded with it as he whirled around. This time, the sheer joy on his face was to keep. You're a good sailor, Ethan told him. It's a tight little boat. She's steady, but she moves. You built it for me? Ethan, they shot from Ethan's face and built the camp. For me? Nah, we built it for some other brat. Camp gave him a light spot on the side of it. What do you think? Go take a look. Yeah, his voice quavered. Yeah, can I get in her? Can I sit in her? For Christ's sake, she's yours. Is she? His voice rough with emotion. Cam grabs that hand and hold him on the I think this is a kind thing, Emily. Let's give them a few minutes to pull themselves together. I love them so much. Bill watched another moment as the four males made noises over a little one, but I don't think I realized it really until just now. He loves them too. He loves them too. Grace pressed her cheek to all priests. And there was more, as Bill thought later, as she picked up the meal from the noisy kitchen. And when that shark comes that face, the utter display that someone loves him, could love him enough to understand his heart desire. And understanding, understanding make the effort to give in. The pattern of his life, she thought wearily, had been broken, shifted, then reformed, and all before she really come into it. Now it was set the way it was meant to be set. She didn't belong here. She couldn't stay here. She couldn't bear it. I really should go, she said with a low manner smile. I want to thank you. Seth hasn't opened your gift yet, Anna. Why don't you 
We let him rip. Then we'll have some cake. Cake? I'll tell you what. The problem's going on here. Blow the candles out. Make a wish. Soon, Grace or Seth takes Phil to the living room so you can open again. Sure. He waited for Phil to stand. A little jerk of his shoulder started out. I got it in Baltimore. She began miserably off for a seven foot dozen suits. If you don't like it, we'll get exchange them for you. Okay, he pulled out a box out of the first bag, sat Indian style on the floor, and within seconds we was tearing the paper and had taken her untold agonies to choose the shred. You could have just used newspaper. Phil told her and chuckled as her into chair. It's a box, that said puzzled, as Phil's heart sank out of disinterest tone. Oh, yes, I kept the receipts of you. And take it back and get whatever you like. Yeah, okay. But he caught the hard beam in Philip's eyes and made an effort. It's a nice box. But he wanted to his eye. Then he idly flicked the brass hook. So, Holy shit! Christ! Christ said. Kim muttered and glanced over her shoulder as Anna walked up in the kitchen. Man, look at all this stuff. It's got like everything charcoals and pastels and pencils. Now he looked at Phil with that staggering shock. I gotta have it all. Goes together. Nervous, she twisted her silver beads around her fingers. You're all swell with that. You might want to experiment with other mediums. The other box has more swell. More water. Water powder, herbs, and brushes. Some paper. Ah, she's going to the floor. But Seth gleefully ripped into the second one. You may decide you like acrylics or pen and ink, but I lean toward watercolors myself. So I thought you might like to try hand it. I don't know how to do it. Oh, well, it's a simple process, really. She leaned over to take one of the brushes began to explain the basic technique. As she spoke, she forgot her nerve and smiled at him. The light from the lamp slanted over her face, caught something, something in her eyes, and she looked at the corner of her Did you have a picture on the wall? Flowers, white flowers, and a blue vase. Her fingers tingled over us. Yes, in my bedroom in New York, one of my watercolors. Not a very good one. He had colored bottles on the table, lots of them, different sizes and stuff. Perfume bottles, her throat was closing again, so she was forced to see them. I used to collect them. let me sleep in your bed with you. His eyes narrowed as he concentrated on the vague clumps of memory. Soft smells, soft voices, colors, and stuff. He told me some story about a frog, a frog prince, into, into her mind, flashed the memories of how a little boy had curled against her, the bedside lamp holding back in the dark. Both of them, his bright blue eyes and tits on her face as she calmed his fingers with a tail magic and half of him. You had, when you came to visit, you had bad dreams. You were just a little boy. I had a puppy. You bought me a puppy. Not a real one, just a stuffed toy. Your vision was blurry. Your throat closed. Even your heart was sealed. You didn't have any toys with you when I bought it home. You asked me whose it was, and I told you it was yours. That's what you called it. Yours. She didn't take it when she, I have to go. She stopped and said, I'm sorry, I have to go. She bolted out the door. In the chapter 16.